causing ruckus in the rucker. I'm a beast going straight for the juggler. Like King Kong stepping on what's among us. Scraping y'all off with the feet like fungus. Bricks on the backboard. Then I hit him with the sham because he asked for it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 44 of Big League Flicks, a sports movie podcast. I'm Jamie McKinvin, and as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Christian Webster and Jordan Reed. What's going on tonight, fellas? How we doing, boys? Nice, hot summer evening. A little balmy. A little oh, balmy today. Hot. A little balmy today. Oh, it's hot here in uh, southeastern Ontario. Ready to bring the heat with another uh, hot take here on this podcast. <laughs> well, good thing you got that gargantuan cooler drink, whatever you got there, JR. What is that? You right. moved away. It's uh, not a Yeti. That's so for sure. I got this thermal cup at Costco called a thermal flask. I'm a big Yeti guy. As a lot uh, of people may Yeti know. Yeti whore. Not anymore. Not anymore. I have a Yeti whore. And you know what? This thermal thing's not bad for the size of it. It was like 22 bucks for two of them. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try this thing today because it's so hot. It's not bad. It's no Yeti, though. Let's call it like it is, right? It looks like something that like Bubba Gump had on, oh, you betcha. on his pack in uh, Vietnam during the war there. Because it's green? Yeah. It does have a little bit of a military tinge to it. Yeah, you could do a lot of things with this. It's like shrimp. You could brain somebody pretty good with that Bubba. thing. <laughs> Hey, you could brain somebody pretty good with that thing. Yeah, you totally could. It's heavy. Yeah. You know, I just watched, pretty... uh, you ever see the thing on Netflix, uh, the movies that made us? You ever see yes. that thing? So Cleo and I, they have some wicked stuff. If you haven't done it, you're losing money if you haven't watched the Home I've Alone. I've never watched it. Check out the the movies that made us on Netflix, Home Alone episode. It's incredible. They built the entire house in a school gym. Anyway, I don't want to get into that too much, but Cleo and I watched the Forrest Gump one the other day. Uh, nice. It was pretty cool to see some of the behind-the-scenes stuff there. Gary Sinise, so many, I love Gary Sinise in that movie. There's so many cool things. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. pretty uh, pretty excited to check out the Malice at the Palace uh, yeah. doc on, Somebody, on Netflix. My brother told me, he sent me a text and he told money. me to get on it. Yeah, yeah I'll be good. heard it's money. All right, so this week, uh, actually, we are doing a basketball movie this week. So we're, it, we're doing something fairly new, comedy theme. We're doing Uncle Drew. Get that out of here. We all remember that one moment that made us believe. He's done it again. Unbelievable. The game is filled with stories of legends and how they were born. But this is not that story. Was you just watching me sleep again? Boy, you are better than cable, okay? Wait a minute now. What's going on? I use everything I got on this tournament. You lost our superstar to another coach. What's that smell? Is that a grudge? This is the perfect opportunity for dads to meet Uncle Drew, the greatest black top player I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my nuts. Oh, Joe, nuts. All you want to be is out here going to play like Jordan. So we trying to get Morgan Freeman? Don't do it like that, Uncle Drew! Someone like you can combine the old school with the new school. It's got to be my team. My roster. Yes! Is that a Game Boy? An electronic book? Come on now. Got to get the boys. Drew's putting the squad back together. Heads up, Monet. Pass the ball, Kobe. Come on, Drew, you told me these dudes can play. And this dude, he's a karate man. Hey, uh, he's meditating right now. This guy right here can't even see. Swish. 
How's that geriatric team of yours? You get them all individual life alert bracelets? You still don't believe, do you? I got each of you a little something. So we gonna ball? We gonna ball. This is where it happens. Let's do this. Play the game the right way. It fixes everything. Yes. Get that out of here. This is the moment. You gonna run away from it, or you gonna step up and take it? So before we jump into this movie, we're going to crack the top on a nice cold beer. What do you got going on this week, Webb? Well, boys, in an homage to the Summer League at Rucker Park this week, we decided to celebrate all things summer with the perfect summer beer from our friends at Broadhead Brewery in beautiful Ottawa, Ontario. Brewed with local fresh cannon blueberries, the blue uh, the Golden Blonde Ale packs a wallop of blueberry flavor and aroma in every sip and has a smooth, light finish that will definitely leave you wanting another one. For more information on this and many of their other great beers, products, and services, be sure to check them out at broadheadbeer.com. Give them a follow on all your favorite social media platforms. Broadhead Brewery. Work hard, drink easy. And as always, Big Leaf Flicks reminds you to please enjoy responsibly and always ensure you've arranged a safe ride home. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Crack those babies open. Oh, yeah. Two sips. You know it. You know the deal. Maybe I'll start here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start on this one because I am a big, big fan of the Broadhead Blueberry Blonde. I love this beer. Every year, the boys, uh, before COVID hit, actually, and shut us down, we always go to at least at least one, usually a couple, beer tastings uh, here in the city of Kingston. We have some really with good... With steve With with our boy, who, uh, uh, if you don't stick around to the end of the episode, please check out our send-out song that was by our good friend Steve Evitz. He's a phenomenal musician, great teacher, good guy, great and guy. a great brewer himself, so... Anyway, we always go to the beer festivals and check out the beers. And Broadhead always has a has a tent set up at it, and they have this beer usually on. They usually have like three or four beers on, and this is one of the ones. And I love this beer. I always zone in there, especially when I need a good palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I need. You know what? I've had a couple of beers that are a little dicey. Time to clean clean the old palate, get back to something that I love, and I always uh, tap into the Broadhead Brewery's Blueberry Blonde. It's just a refreshing beer, especially in the summer, in the hot summer days, which today was pretty muggy out there, boys. Everything Jamer just said is true. I have to agree with him on this. There's things I disagree with him on. This one, I agree with him. You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, at those uh, beer and craft beer and rib fests that we go to, this is always one of the longest lines, the Broadhead Tent, and probably the most on-demand beer at these things is this Blueberry Blonde. And definitely, definitely a fantastic pint. Uh, great city of Ottawa, not too far from us. Always, like Jamer said, it is true. It is a palate cleanser web. It's just so much different. It's so different compared to the rest of the stuff that you get at those mm-hmm. those festivals, right? There's a lot of IPAs and everybody's trying to do their, you know, secret blend of something and different kind of hops. And these guys just come out the gate with something that basically tastes like, you know, you're drinking a grape crush or something with beer in it. Like yep. it's awesome. Um, so yeah, definitely a good palate cleanser. The only thing I was, do you guys like the cans? I kind of like the old cans with the ninja on it. 
Yeah. Yep. I did yeah. like that yeah. whole look, That's and a good point, like Web. they've they've Very re, they've rebranded a bunch of their stuff. Uh, they got more a, simple. Well, and they've got a brand new kind of like special series out right now. I was checking out their website in pretty good depth today, um, and it's called like 174, I want to say, um, and it looks like there's some tasty stuff on there. So, nice. you know, we might need to make a trip uh, up to the brewery at some point to up the 416. Uh, maybe oh, a little 416 yeah. Nort. Yeah, maybe catch a Sens game up there, Web. There you go. Now no, we're talking. There you go. I'll go watch a midget AAA game. Oh. Or, or what are they? What's they have the a, difference? They not, much. not much. <laughs> we, you know what? We should go up and grab a senior baseball league. Yeah. Because they play at that uh, Jet Farm Park there. That's great ball up there. We should there. go check out the Hamilton Cardinals. The Hamilton Cardinals? The Hamilton Cardinals. All, the I'm Canadian up for all of it. baseball league. Yeah. All right. Let's do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So you just are, want a trip to Hamilton. Sorry, listeners. Hamilton. Get back to the Hamilton. Nobody right loves up. Hamilton like Christian. We'll go to Hess Hester Village. Does. I'm good for an hour in Hamilton. Hamilton. I want out. All right. Got to be a special kind of person to love the Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, it's something. So as we mentioned this week, we're doing Uncle Drew, which was directed by Charles Stone III, Esquire, uh, distributed in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> distributed in 2018 by Lionsgate. Got a 5.8 rating on Internet Movie Database and a 60% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Had a budget of only 18 million, but grossed 46.7 million at the box office. Music by Christopher Lenertz. Lenertz, I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, starring Kyrie Irving, Laurel Howery. Shaquille O'Neal, Chris Webber, Nick Kroll, and Tiffany Haddish. We're going to do a quick movie synopsis here. After draining his life savings to enter a team in the Rucker Classic Streetball Tournament in Harlem, Dax has dealt a series of setbacks, including losing his team to his longtime rival. Desperate to win the tournament and the cash prize, Dax stumbles upon the man, the myth, and the legend, Uncle Drew, and convinces him to return to the court one more time. The two men embark on a road trip to round up Drew's old basketball squad and prove that a group of geriatrics can still win the big one. Let's jump into our character review and let's start with our boy Dax, played by Laurel Howard. I can't stand this guy. <laughs> I was waiting for that. The whole time. <laughs> what, you're a coach of a streetball team? This guy's a loser. I'm sorry. Oh. Hey, wait, wait, wait. He works at... He works at Foot Locker. Foot Locker there. He's Sorry, a, he's trying to get the Jordans. Um, he's a shoe magician. Or whatever. Yeah, I don't have much to say with this guy. There's no, Anybody could have played this role. I'm sorry. I could jump in and do this role. Well, you could drive around and complain and whine and, oh, woe is me. You're like 80 years younger than Uncle Drew and you're leaning on all these old geriatric human beings to try to win you this because you're selfish. You're essentially selfish down and out and this is your last desperation, quote unquote, shot you have. I'm sorry, I had no time for Dax. He's a professional victim. He's unbelievable, Webb. <clears throat> Not do, my kind of guy. Do you, do you think him and Birdie would get along in the same room? Uh, <laughs> Birdie would fucking slice him up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't even believe we're giving this like real character analysis. <laughs> like, yeah, we're on. We're hey, we're, we got a couple of good ones on here. Oh, we are in. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dax is a whiny complainer professional victim like can't get out of his own way like i, I don't know what chains. else yeah like <laughs> everything about him the only good thing he does is uh introduce uncle drew to biggie <laughs> fair enough fair enough. I, those uniforms are awful oh god they're terrible <laughs> i i can't i yeah i don't like him at all i i'm not a big low Ralph fan you know his comedy is no 
kind of overdone. Was he on that last comic standing? Yeah, he was, was on, on that, that show, show, I think. And I don't know. He's he was on. He's been on a few of the celebrity roast stuff too. And his his roast, you know, when the guys get their their section to go up there, his are never that funny. I just he's not that funny. He's not that likable. I, I just feel like he was not cast well there. I don't know if he was like cheap. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Cheap. Um, he's cheap. I know they had a, a cheap, and they of, probably need to have some kind of down and out looking guy. I mean, he's not a overly. It's not believable that him and uh, what, what was the actress's name that played uh, uh, Nate Robinson's Boots is uh, Erica uh, Ash, Erica. also known as Maya. That, that connection wasn't believable for me, even remotely. Ooh. Sorry, I'm going home. Or Tiffany creature. Haddish. No. Or that one either. I love Tiffany Haddish as well. I think that Tiffany Haddish, Nick Kroll, and Laurel Howery were part of like a comedy troupe. And so there's a connection there. And I think I know the director was really looking for chemistry. And they do have a lot of funny chemistry between them. So I got to give them that. The, the actors and actresses have really good chemistry. Mm-hmm. And I know he's looking for that. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, the character. Just, I just didn't root for him that much. Not at all. The only thing that made me root for him was I wanted you know uncle drew and the boys to win that was the thing they were the central piece for me not him Mm -hmm. i thought he was a selfish prick and he puts a geriatric team out (laughs) against a group of 13 year old girls and bets a hundred dollars on it if that doesn't scream degenerate i don't know what does (laughs) i know when i was watching that part i was like oh no this can't really be happening I was like, oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. I don't know who's worse, him or the coach that takes the bet. Like, that coach was also a little <laughs> you know, bit you know who that coach was, sketchy eh? individual. You know who that coach was? Do you know, recognize him? No. He's our boy. I'm going to touch him on him later, but he's our boy. I'm going to leave that hanging, and we'll move to the next thing. All right. Okay. I want to bring it up later, but keep that in mind. He's We've got a boy. lot of boys, so I don't know who that we, is. We do have a lot of boys, but he's one of our boys. Okay. 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 But uh, let's move on to Mookie, played by Nick Kroll. You just go on over there with Dax, too, because you're brutal, too. I didn't like him either. I liked him. I didn't like him either. I found he was funny for, like, a scene, and then it was just the same thing over and over and over again, and I didn't like that. <laughs> he's, the best character. he's the best character in this movie. I love him. Hands down, the funniest character yeah, in the movie. Couldn't stand him. Has he, the best lines in the movie. He made me laugh. Oh, so yeah. hard. No, I disagree like, with you guys wholeheartedly. This is my thing with Nick Kroll, and I think I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. Nick Kroll is this generation's Will Ferrell. He's going to be like... He's hilarious. So he, he, he might not break out in terms of having his very own um, movie yeah. in, in that way, but like he's, he's in so many things. He's never, ever going to be uh, irrelevant. No. Like Big Mouth is a hilarious show on Netflix. He's a the natural Nick, prick. Yeah, the Nick Kroll. He just comes across as a guy you want to punch in the face. Like, yes. remember him in the league? Oh, How bad yeah. did you want to beat the shit out of him in the league? Yeah, same like, as this movie. Oh my god, he's the best. Yeah, I don't yeah. like him. And, I he's, love and him. he's his voices are so annoying and so like he's the perfect his like, look. Yeah, he's, he's he's the perfect anti. So how are you saying you like him when you're like his voice? Because is he's, he's because he's hilarious. Because you I want that. You I don't want. Find him I I find it. I want that. Yes. In, a, in an antagonist. Yes, he's a perfect antagonist for this kind of comedy based movie. He yes. wasn't for me. I if found you, his shtick repetitive. Yeah, who's the other guy? I want to say he, he actually has the same name because whenever I like search up Adam Scott, the golfer, this guy comes up, the actor. Adam Scott, the who's, actor. Yeah, who's amazing in Parks and Rec. Yes. Ben, mm-hmm. and, and he's in and, Step uh, Brothers. Step Brothers. Yeah. 
I love him in Step Brothers. He's oh, my he's favorite guest in the whole movie. <laughs> he's the Step Brothers. You want to punch me? Where <laughs> <laughs> he's like uh, fucking Catalina wine mixer. mixer. <laughs> the the ba- what was the the fishing in the 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 Baja uh, run? The yeah. Baja run. He goes. You haven't been to the Baja. Oh. I can't tell you. If you haven't been to the Baja Run, you know. You know when, he's, like, when he's ripping on his wife for not singing on key, and he's yeah. like, what the fuck, I paid for these lessons. Like, it's hilarious. Like, Such just, an asshole. He's like Nick Kroll. They're perfect. Like, they're just, they play the perfect prick. They have the look. They have the voice. They have everything. And I loved Nick Kroll in this Nick Kroll is just really great because he can play so many characters. Yes. Yes. No, we're going to disagree on this one. Oh. I'm not budging. I'm not budging. So I don't funny. like him. Well, let's, so funny. let's move on to the guy that, that this is all based on. Uncle Drew, played by Kyrie Irving. Loser. I like Uncle Drew. I like Uncle Drew. I love the character I love Uncle, Uncle Drew. Drew. I think Kyrie Irving has a lot of fun playing Uncle what Drew. Do you, what's likable about Uncle Drew? What's likable about Uncle Drew? He, he, he is about the love of the game. The purity he, of basketball. He's the purity of ba- he, it Webb, I thought you would like teacher. Uncle Drew. In the, you have to separate Kyrie from the role. Nope. Ball so hog. This is where you might disagree. Ball hog. No, no, he shares it when they when they get he's going. No, 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 he's his bangs, line. bangs Shaq's yeah, wife. Bad, bad deal there, but because he they quote unquote loves her, but like all the things he's trying to teach to this quote unquote millennial group of new age basketball players that are all about themselves and all about winning this. Because yeah, he was that. that guy. Webb, there's no Gladys Knight without the pips. That's right. <laughs> He does okay. teach. He teaches Lil about the the value of of the team. Basketball is his vehicle to teach. He's a teacher. He's hey. He's an educator. You reach, he's a, he, hey, he's a these, better grandfather than he was as a player. There you go. There you, you reach, go. You reach. He teaches. Okay. Yeah. That's right. He, he, a, he, he teaches Lil about like, and also he brings him out of his shell, and he's the one that sets him up to make the final shot. So he's trying to instill confidence and everything else and everyone else he's trying to get people out of their ruts he gets uh um what's his name there uh, boots out of his wheelchair he gets lights chuck taylor's got him out of the wheelchair let's call it like <laughs> yeah, it is yeah that's a true story uh he gets lights the old uh, corrective lenses there to get him right. back rec on specs. track he gets him rec- some rec specs some, some rec specs the old uh, horse grants looking for those right now so or <laughs> you know what kurt rambis or somebody do, do you know what uh Lights would have, this is totally off topic, but he should have done, Reggie Miller should have done the choke sign at the crowd. Like he did. Like, how do you not have Spike Lee in this yeah. movie? Spike Lee, yeah. Spike how do you not make a cameo? That, that's a big mess. They Spike Lee is an old Spike man. Lee. Yes. That'd be hilarious and pointing oh, right out. Yes. An old man. Should've, should've, yeah. Wonderful. That was a missed opportunity. I wonder if they looked at it. That was a missed opportunity. He, he, he for sure expensive. passed. Yeah, he might have said, no, thank you. He might have been like, I'm not part of the production team. Give no, the old Ole. Yeah. <laughs> if if anything, they should have got him to produce with it, and mm-hmm. he could have because he's he's done documentaries also on the Rucker, like oh, yeah. the old school, like with oh, yeah. Pee Wee. What's his name there? Uh, I think this look at the Rucker though might be too comical for. Oh, hundred percent. Spike Lee. I think Spike Lee doesn't touch this with a ten foot pole. He wouldn't yeah. because it's too much of a, a spoof. Yep, so yeah. to speak. Uh, all right, let's move on to Preacher, played by Chris Weber. Okay, a couple things I want to say about Chris Weber. This movie reminded me how big Chris Weber actually was. Oh yeah, you know when you always Monster. when I always saw him as a Sacramento King, he was always playing the Lakers. Sacramento final, Queens, and he was up against Shaq and in like he, you're like okay, Shaq was at his dominant best I think back then, but like you forgot how big Chris Weber actually was. You know what you Seven forget footer. about Chris Weber? He is big. Chris Weber was drafted by Orlando and he was traded on draft day. 
Could you imagine Chris Webber playing with Shaq in those days? They would have won. I think it'd be pretty hard still with that lineup. I don't know. They wouldn't been a whole lot of ball movement. Think (laughs) think about though back then. And Chris Webber didn't have an outside game at that point in time. He didn't. But think about like they did have guys like um, what's his name Scott. no, sorry, Den- Dennis Anderson. Dennis, Den- no, Nick, Nick Anderson, Dennis Scott. Dennis Scott. Dennis Scott, Nick Anderson. Scott so Scott they Hills. had some good guards. Yeah. And then back then, you know how dominant the power forward and big man role was in the NBA. It wasn't like now where you're hitting threes mm-hmm. to win games, right? The, a lot of, there was a lot of... I'd contend, though, that Nick Anderson was only half decent because he was the third option, right? Yeah. And, and Penny and well, Shaq... Well, he would have been the third with that. Penny and Shaq drew so much attention that Nick Anderson had a lot of wide open looks. Yeah, I just I think that, that like having work. Weber and Shaq down low would have created so many problems for teams. They would have been really good defensively. And defensively, yeah, they would have been really good defensively. But my thing when watching this, it's funny you're talking about Chris Weber. Chris Weber would have been the perfect player to play in today's NBA. Oh yeah, he's your perfect like he stretch four, five. stretch five. Yeah, yeah, like if you put him in today's NBA and he starts working on a, a three point, like. I mean, or, he is a Hall of Famer. KG. But like, imagine he, KG. Yeah, like, it, lo, those guys. Weber in particular, because Weber was such a really good ball handler, too. Yeah. He moved around out there, even yeah. in the old even in the he movie. Was, he was slick. Yeah, and, like, he was a really good ball handler. He's, you know what he is? Keep in mind, he was 45 when this was he shot. Was yeah, really he, good. he, I think, I think he had the potential to be a beefier Kevin Durant. That might be a little bit of a hot take, but I think he had the potential to be a beefier Kevin Durant. Had he better. had he looked to like kind of play that same kind of style. Like Kevin Durant's not really going to back you down to no, the basket no. the way Weber could, but Kevin Durant can spot up from anywhere. Kevin Durant can get a bucket whenever he, can he do wants. A lot of He's things. a guard that's seven feet tall. <laughs> He's a guard that's seven foot tall and Awful has a wingspan that's like seven six. And he can defend. And he can defend. And so could Weber. But so I mean, like I think I think yeah, Weber would be your. I'm just thinking like guys who would he'd be comparable to today. I mean Anthony Davis maybe, but I think he's a better yeah, shooter than Anthony Davis. He's tougher than Anthony. Davis. I think Davis. that's the yeah. best comparable. He's way tougher. Yeah, than like I, I, I don't know who I else. Think that's probably your best comparable. I don't know who else is maybe a healthy like Anthony. Davis. Yeah, like a, a prime he's, Anthony Davis at his yeah. very best. Yeah, I Weber think was a stud. Weber was role, really good. He was my favorite character. He was a good actor, too. He was my favorite character. He was a good actor. He was funny. He was hilarious. He was, the baptism scene was yeah, pretty ridiculous. <laughs> oh, well, he was my favorite character. I loved him in this movie. I thought he was good. I thought he had pretty good acting chops, to be honest. He, he wasn't he had, bad at all. I found a lot of these guys were pretty na- good natural actors. I mean, Shaq. So much media work. Shaq too. is Shaq. Shaq does what he does. But, uh, yeah, he was good. Let's move on to Betty Lou, played by Lisa Leslie. Another stud legend in the game she was fantastic too she was really good I thought. she was amazing and funny and could knock it down oh, first yeah. female player to dunk and she <laughs> forgot how big she was too i athletic. forgot that when she was moving out there too i'm like you're big same thing when weber and her good were standing like face to face yeah they were great the chemistry between her and weber was legit she carried the wmba for a very long time so Ellie apparent- sparks for, uh, yeah. yeah of course apparently no, there was, was a legit. stretch during because they you know how they do in these movies they kind of let the cameras roll and then they cut pieces that they want Apparently there was a stretch, and they had fans in the stands, right? Like they actually got legit fans to be in the stands for these things. Apparently there was a stretch where they were just playing a game, and she hit six consecutive threes, and the crowd went bananas. I can see that. That's pretty cool. She had a nice stroke. She had a really nice stroke. Still has it. Still has it. 
Oh, yeah, she had some funny scenes. Yeah, I, she was amazing. And, and I'm really glad that she was in this movie. Yep. Yeah, she was great. Uh, let's talk about Big Fella, played by Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal. Just a, amazing. Amazing. Guy. I'm just going to leave it at that. He was as good as advertised and amazing. I like that he uh, recreates the Jabberwocky dance uh, <laughs> yep. in the club. Uh, he can move, man. Oh, okay. Shaq can dance. Remember, hey. Sha- I have a card. Oh, yeah. I got to find it. I, I'll send this. I'll do a deep dive and look for it, but I have a, sh- a card of Shaq when he was at LSU rapping, and it's like he's like wearing because he's like rapped a DJ a card like a, a basketball card. Oh wow! And he's you like, get that I know, I don't know where it yeah. is. If I've got it somewhere in the archive somewhere. Get that. But he's, in, he's wearing like a it's it's in a screw down because I was nice. like this card is amazing. Oh like, yeah, who's ever he's got like a muscle like you know a muscle shirt on and he's like just sweaty and he's rocking the Unreal. mic up high and it's awesome i gotta find it it's probably Very worth cool. a lot i don't know yeah i can't remember what i think it was like ultra flare oh it'd be worth an ultra flare set sure. it was pretty cool yeah i gotta find it i don't know where it is one of my favorite scenes of him in this movie is when he's trying to find the tv in the hospital mm. yeah. and he's just like stumbling along with his, along with his uh drip or whatever with him yeah. And he's like, you his got a IV TV drip. Here. <laughs> and then when he's when he's watching the TV and they win and he's dancing and he's got his ass hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think that conversation was like? Hey, Shaq, uh, you okay with showing your ass on TV? Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. I'm the big, I'm big Aristotle. I, I don't love, care. I love Shaq. I I think he's one of the greatest entertainers of our era. He's I just think he's wicked. incredible. There's he's amazing. N- to have there's around. nothing better than him and Barkley on that N- NBA on TNT like the yeah. inside like they're just the best TNT has it figured out they are the best there's a, there's a thing on YouTube where it's like 12 minutes of their all their like outtakes and stuff and I, I I'll i watch it like once a week yeah. just because of how funny it is where there's one where like you know how they have the basketball court and they're trying to recreate things mm-hmm. and like there's one where Shaq like it was our own Christmas and they like trip him and he falls into the Christmas oh, and they t- oh yeah <laughs> or how about the one where they like where they he's like you set me up Bernie like he like <laughs> totally trips like he eats shit hard and he like legitimately was hurt and you just see charles like keeps dying laughing and he's like play it again play it again the truck like he's just watching they watch it like 10 times in a row it was the one where like uh i think uh what's his name kenny anderson uh Kenny the, the Jet Smith he, or Kenny Smith? Sorry. Yeah, he puts a he puts the microphone cord around his ankle, yeah. so Shaq gets up to go like take a piss <laughs> or something, and he falls like on his face. They have so many ones where he's just like bailing. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. He's just he's so entertaining. I thought he was hilarious in this movie. He's awesome. He's good in everything he does. Sh- uh, Cleo and I watched, uh, except maybe Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> Shazam. And you know what? Like I hadn't watched this since I was young. It was funny, man. It was it, it was corny and stupid, but it was funny because it's Shaq, and she actually enjoyed it. She had a she had a good time with it. Like he dances, he sings, he does a bunch of funny things in it. So she had a good time with it. It's, it's a fun movie for kids. Uh, let's move on to Lights, played by Reggie Miller. I like I like Reggie Miller too in this character oh, in this yeah. role. Um, the thing you said about the New York City that I I kind of wondered a little bit of that too. I'm like you need a little more New York, like just. The crowd, it could have been kind of funny if the crowd didn't like him. Yeah. Just him. Yes. Yeah. Like, it should have been something that he, like when a, he spotted under the, radar. the spot, like, boo, and him and the, something about him and the crowd. Or they poke at, like, remember when you scored, like, eight points in, like, 12 seconds? Yeah. <laughs> I would have liked something to do with the Knicks and yeah, Reggie yeah. Miller, a little bit more underlying stuff. There's yeah. a lot of, like, funny, like, under the radar jokes in this movie mm-hmm. that, like, tie into stuff like that. 
You're right. That would have been really good. Something where yeah. he, he made the crowd mad at Rucker doing something at a line, you know, 40 years ago. Or how many met 30? How many, how many can't remember how many years ago it was, but like a long time ago, you did something at a line at Rucker and the crowd never liked you again. Or they call it like the lights ruled or something where he broke mm. it. Yeah. There should have been something underlying. Reggie yeah. Miller was awesome in this. It's an great. easy, it's an easy write in. Yes. Maybe that's just it, though. They're like, oh, this is Rucker, this is Harlem, this is New York. Maybe we shouldn't poke the bear too too much here. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So he was. Although they his, did that Weber thing, and Reggie I mean, was in his fifties. That was hilarious. Reggie <laughs> Reggie was in his fifties when he shot this movie, so he wasn't that far off from. Still me. got a nice stroke. Yeah, he, he still had a great stroke. And he can move, and he's he just he's in great shape too. He's he, in, still I was lean. Going to say the same thing. He's yeah, he can still move really shape. well. Um, let's move on to Boots, played by Nate Robinson. He can't box. So. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> Yikes. Every time everyone saw that, they're like, oh, Nate Robinson. Know, that, unfortunately, you. that's going to be stuck to him. That's, from now he's on. wearing that for a while, poor guy. Um, Ridiculous athlete. Like, Robbie talked about this when we yeah, had him yeah, on. But, like, you just, when you watch some of the plays he pulls off in this, you're like, oh, my he God. He can still move around a little bit And here. he's still dunking yeah. way above the rim. And he's 5'8". Yeah, like he's eight. he's yeah. playing in the league still at this point. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, this was what 2018? 2018? He's a, yeah. Yeah, is he still in the league? I'm pretty sure he's still. I'm pretty sure he was still. He in the was league trying to do point. a comeback at least last year, I think. Well, to play NBA basketball, play Division One football at a real big, you know, big school. Yeah, so he's a, a legit athlete, athlete of course. Athlete. Um, he was a great little role, and it was kind of nice to throw in somebody more current. I kind of liked that, mm-hmm. and who wasn't maybe a giant star. He looked good in his makeup. He looked like he, he fit really the role good. Really well. yeah. yeah, he was great. Good character. He's believable. Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, any other notable characters that stand out for you? They want to mention. Uh, I like JB Smooth. Yes, he was Angelo. Pretty, he was needed. I love the barbershop guy. He was Angelo needed. and uh, Mike Caps, who who plays Lewis. Yes, those guys were were beauties. They they weren't on the same level, but they kind of reminded me of like uh, coming to America. The barbershop guys. Yep. Don't know the greatest guy. I know Better sugar Ray. Cash Clay, who did who did new guy look like a bulldog? Mike Tyson, he better Mike Tyson too. <laughs> they were needed, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I'm going with Casper. You need you need a garden. I got yeah, you got a you know dunk champion that should be the dunk champion that wasn't, but that's neither here nor there. He was good. Uh, he was very good. Again, you just see his uh, unreal athleticism in this movie, but you need him because you need that like alpha bad guy mm-hmm. natural actor too he's good yeah, he was really good you know what you saw from american gordon which was uh, probably in the realism piece too is like how explosive he is oh, oh yeah oh we're like God. holy cow he's oh, so yeah. good well he's rocking those space champs yeah <laughs> take him off <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then we kind of mention her like just in passing but i wanted to mention jess played by tiffany haddish she's she's hilarious great brings a lot of energy to the screen mm-hmm. she's a good actress uh really funny and yeah, she. I thought she did great, great in this role. Brought a lot of, a lot of laughs to the screen. Let's uh, jump into quotes. Any quotes that stood out for you? There's some some good banter going back and forth. Hold my nuts. <laughs> Hold my nuts is a great one. My line favorite, of the movie. My favorite one. It was under the radar. Was a big fellow, and he says, "Pass the ball, Kobe." Pass the ball, Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. How about? Just a little dessert, and then he totally bricks the three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like the quote, the one, uh, are you blind? Legal or act, legally or actually? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does it matter? Or in Preacher was had taken a visit, the prostate ain't what she used to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's a lot. Uh, this whole movie is just nothing but one-liners. There's really good like uh, chirps and banter, which is, oh. which which is great for this type of movie. Like you want to see that going on. Uh, that sucker punch is the first free throw you've ever made. <laughs> like the shot, <laughs> just the underlying shots of like these get these actual actors like true games. I thought were hilarious. You could see the Nick Kroll's tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? It goes, I got lots of room down, yeah. down, whatever. Um, Mookie had some funny ones. Played, Nick Kroll played Mookie. Uh, yo, what's up, dicks? Man, you know my name ain't, da- uh, you know my name is Dax. A bag of Dax. That don't make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> you, that was hilarious. You know, like I thought you could see on some of the quotes in the banter, and there's probably a lot of it ad libbed, is the players like actually enjoying it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looked like it was a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, the other one, too, a uh, guy in the barbershop says, Uncle Drew used to date my sister. And then the other guy says, he used to date my sister and my mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And, he go- and then he made this move, and he jumped from the free throw line, and he dunked it. And if you look closely, he's got a sandwich in his left hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Uh, the other one, too, uh, Dan, uh, Dax says, damn, how'd you get Biggie Smalls on an 8-track? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he doesn't realize like, every rap song now is remixed of an old like 60s, 70s, 80s song. Everything. Uh, Mookie, I'm not a scientist, but I do have a degree from Trump University. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, quote, what was it, Boots Hold My Beer? That's yeah. such an old man line when you're about to oh, show yeah. somebody how to do it. Hold my beer. Hold my right beer. There. I got this. Uh, I got this. Dax, when he meets uh, Sh- uh, Shaq's character, when he says, uh, you look like Wolverine's grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> he totally did it. That's I'm like, yes. That's funny. That's exactly what he looks like. Uh, we mentioned it earlier, Gladys Knight ain't nothing with it without the pips. That was a great line. Good teaching moment. Um, Mookie, do you want to be coached by a guy who looks like Urkel got put in a trash compactor? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's jump into little known facts. So, Kyrie Irving created the created the character of Uncle Drew for Pepsi Max advertisements that first aired in 2012. He says that he got the idea from the Uncle Drew character after watching a YouTube video where an old man shows off at a skate park. Kyrie's middle name is actually Andrew, so that's where you get the Drew part of Uncle Drew. So the Pepsi Max ad campaign ended up consisting of four chapters filled between 2012 and 2015. Chapter 2 included Kevin Love as Wes. Chapter 3 included Maya Moore as Betty Lou and Nate Robinson as Lights. And Chapter 4 included Ray Allen as Walt and Baron Davis as Lewis. Have you seen the Maya Moore 30 for 30? Have no, you I seen haven't. It yet? No. It's unreal. Is it? You need to see it. It's such a cool story. I'll check okay. it out. It's I don't want to spoil it for you because we'll talk about it afterwards, but go check it out if you get the chance. It's awesome. It's been on TSN the last little while a couple times. Nice. I think I've watched it at least twice. It's really good. I'll definitely check that out. Um, remember these ads when they first came out? They Uncle were awesome. Yes. I love them. They are one, awesome. one, the first one aired on the Super Bowl. I think it was a Super Bowl. The ad. first one really was, uh, was the greatest one because those dudes had no idea no. when he first got out there that this was Kyrie Irving. And I love the way that they, because the movie kind of like, you know, obviously they expedite. They only have a, an hour and a half, right, to get it all in. But uh, I loved that in that first ad that they ran, they really slow played everything. Like he was chirping guys just to get under their skin. And he was believable that he was, he looked like he was just a old guy. Yep. And, you know, when he first got out there on the court, he failed for a while. Like he like looked like a old guy. He hustled him. 
he totally looked like an old guy that was way out of his element. Like several, several, several points, he just looked really out of place. And then he would show little glimpses of like turning it on a bit. And he slowly, slowly built it up instead of being like, you know, an Uncle Drew in the movie, he just kind of turns it on all of a sudden after yeah. like failing once. Where, whereas I felt that ad really like built it up well and really, like you said, hustled those guys. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I love how a lot, I really enjoyed those ads when they first came out. And it's kind of, I didn't think they'd make a movie out of it, but. Yeah. Crazy how it went all the way to a movie. Yeah. And you know what's funny at that time too? Kyrie, Kyrie Irving was 19 when he did the first one. 19 years old. Wow. Isn't that messed? That is crazy. Did you like the homage to Duke there? In, uh, yeah. When he's no, playing one-on-one -on -one with the I little didn't. guy and he slaps the, the floor for the defense? No. You didn't see that? Oh, I, saw, you know I saw it. Do you know what I'm talking about? When yeah. He plays, he yeah. plays the Eric Bledsoe uh, <laughs> stand-in. I don't know what his name is. The guy he tells to hold his nuts. He did look like Eric <laughs> He's Bledsoe. like Eric Bledsoe. The guy yeah. was jacked. He was, he was jacked. Yeah, he was yeah, very yeah. jacked. First guy when Laurel notices him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was funny. So in describing the fun he had while filming the movie, Lil Rel Howery joked, if I went back in time and NBA Live 95 me was playing my Sega Genesis and you told me that I was going to be in a movie with Chris Webber, Shaquille O'Neal, Le Lisa Leslie, Reggie Miller, I would have thought you were crazy. That's pretty cool. Because yep. those guys are all legends back in the mid-90s, right? Like That yep. was the thing. Those are our guys. That's why I kind of really love that those guys are in this movie. Um, Basketball was awesome back then. So... It was so good. It's still pretty good. It is good now. I'm, I like the mid-90s basketball. There was a while where I got out of it, and then I got back in. It's good it's right now. The, the parody of it is good right now. It's called the Jordan effect. You I got, got, you got out of it because Jordan wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. You're a good point. Yeah, I, that is I, a good I, point. That's pretty much when I got out of it. I mean, I... Yeah. And then Kobe took over, kind of surged, and people started to get into our, our age, started yep. to get interested again. Yep. Uh, and then kind of, because there was a lot of similarities there. Yeah, Kobe, I loved Kobe. And now there's a whole generation that thinks LeBron James is the greatest ever, and they're just <laughs> stupid. He's not? Okay, here we go. When, when LeBron <laughs> broke in, I wasn't really watching it at that time. No, first a bit of Cleveland. I knew him because he was LeBron everywhere. broke in with Carmelo and Dwayne Wade. Yeah. It's like, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. Nah, I didn't get back into and it. And Carmelo won the rookie of the year. Remember in the States? He's so good. Uh, and now LeBron he's James back is, with LeBron. LeBron yeah. James' games used to be on ESPN, his high school games. Yeah. Yep. They used to be on. Well, that documentary is really good on, on him. Like, Remember down there? Wild. They were on all the time. You're like, oh, yep. LeBron James. Yep. St. Mary. Saint say, say what you called. want about him. He, he's he gone through a lot of publicity and like. For a long time. For a very long time. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough He hasn't deal. really had any huge missteps. I'll give him that. Nope. He's a good human. He's a great human. Very good human. You've said that. Even I, you I, have. I, I, I love him as a LeBron fan, but you... I, no, I'm not a LeBron basketball fan because I but don't... But you're a LeBron human fan. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. No, you're right. Absolutely. Um, so Nick Kroll played basketball at his Jewish day school. So he jokes that he could have been an NBA player if things had gone another way. The players took a poll and voted that Nick Crawl was actually better than Lil Rel Howery at basketball when they were shooting their scenes together. Howery, however, thinks that they should settle that debate on the court one-on-one -on -one and wants to set it up. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That's funny. Nick Crawl looked way better than him in the scenes that they shot. Yes. Like he looked like he could like handle the ball a little bit. Well, he's not fat. So no, that's also <laughs> <helpful>. <laughs> there's that. A little more when Lil Rel was like booking it down the, the court, I was like, whoa. 
It just goes again. Like his to legs prove, don't move in line. They move in. It goes again to prove. and Westies? Easty Westies. Prove my point that anybody with Lil in front of their name should not be taken serious at anything. Yeah, Christian Webster doesn't like anybody with Lil in there. Not a chance. I, I'm I'm 100% on board with that for sure. I'm Especially not when you're fan. a girl, man. Yeah, no, That's enough. They got to put that away for sure. So the other players that make up Uncle Drew's team are all members of the TNT basketball broadcast team when they when they were selected for this movie. They were selected based on their fluid and funny chemistry that they had on TNT. This was very big for director. Um, God, I'm drawing a blank, blank here. Uh, director Charles Stone III. That was a big thing for him. He wanted chemistry. He wanted well. Think about much easier chemistry. that would make it for you, right? They're, you know, they play off each other so well, and you yep. can tell. It's good. You, you know what? Throwing a little Marv Albert in there too. That would have been awesome. In yeah, New York, Marv Super Albert. New York. I thought they had some good cameos, but that would have been a great Miller, cameo. To have. Yes, there's something yeah. there. Lights out. Yeah. If they could have afforded them, then then and you know what? They they actually made bank on this. They made forty six point seven million crazy. with only an eighteen million budget, so they made money. That's a did YouTube any, did factor. You, did any of the athletes actually contribute any money into getting this up and rolling? I'd be I'd Not be curious to know like like well, if Kyrie was an executive he producer. He probably got Pepsi had, in on this. <clears throat> I would hard. imagine I would Pepsi shelled out quite hard. a bit of money. Yeah, they like I, who owns the rights to Uncle Drew? Is it Pepsi. him or is it Pepsi? You know what? The it might be Kyrie. I thought it was Pepsi. Could be Kyrie if Kyrie's the one that created the character. But listen, Pepsi's listen the one that put the put the ad together. So I don't know. Yeah. That's so good question. I'm, no, there's Pepsi no in this should, movie though. Yes, there is. It's on the courts. Was there? Yeah, yeah there's did. Pepsi all okay. over. Pepsi I, didn't rem- I wasn't paying that close. So I'm going to go out and say that they definitely own that. Yeah, there's something in there. Yeah. And they did sell a bunch of memorabilia, not during this time. Well, they did at this time, too, as well. But after the initial ads came out with Uncle Drew stuff, because you could buy T-shirts. I actually had a phone thing. I phone case. Uncle Drew phone. I remember, remember that? came in. You were, Jeez. like, so I had excited. A, I had my... It said... He uh, was. It said, uh, don't reach young Don't blood. reach young blood. <laughs> I was so proud of it. It was he cool. He loved it. But it had Pepsi on it. So it was a Pepsi ad, Pepsi thing. So it's better I, than your head cover. Oh, get out. <laughs> Miami Dolphin head cover. Uncle Take Drew's cell phone case is way better than the Miami Dolphin head cover. It broke. Wayne Huizenga would disagree with it. All right. <laughs> I almost spit my giant water bottle back out. So Reggie Miller said that the makeup artists were the real MVPs of Uncle Drew. Took uh, about three hours in makeup every single day to wow. transform the players into their older characters. Because the makeup process took so long each day, there were times when Kyrie Irving fell asleep in the chair uh, when he was himself and woke up as Uncle Drew. <laughs> Why not? Hundred yeah. percent. Long yeah. night, maybe the long night night before. He jump in there at nine o'clock in the morning. I fell asleep in an MRI. He got he time. got busy doing he research. Did? Yeah, it's okay. so claustrophobic in there. Uh, no, I remember like when I was down in Augusta, I got a, I had a few couple of different MRIs on my knee, and I remember falling asleep in there. Um, they put the they have these goggle or these glasses you can wear where you can actually watch TV. It's like, what do you want to watch? You watch sports, sure put sports on and they have like headphones yeah and i went into the mri machine and i was in there for a while and i remember like i was exhausted i probably hung over but i remember falling asleep in the mri machine and them waking me up when i came out i can't believe you fell asleep in one of those they're so I was well, saying, it's like, it's kind of like, meh. Kyrie would be probably staying up late when you have the and how the like, uh, earth is flat. The, he's doing flat earth theory. Um, so in the final game, coming out of a timeout with mere seconds on the clock, Uncle Drew reminds Preacher, Chris Weber, that they have no more timeouts. <laughs> I thought that was one of my favorite. One of the best parts of the movie. Parts of the movie. Pretty and then, good. And then Preacher's like, 
Are you sure? I swear we got one more. <laughs> and so this obviously is in reference to the incidents during the NCAA Men's Division One basketball tournament on April 5th, 1993. During that game, the real-life Chris Weber called a timeout with 11 seconds remaining in the game. Unfortunately, his team, the Michigan Wolverines, who were down 73-71 to to North Carolina, didn't have any timeouts left. Call earned Weber a technical foul and ended up costing the Wolverines the chance to win. Although Weber went on to have an illustrious career in the NBA, he continues to receive ridicule for that error. Uh, we mentioned, I think, in an earlier episode, but his this is how cool and funny his dad is. Chris Weber's dad got him a car with a license plate that said "Time Out" on it. <laughs> <laughs> After that, right before the NBA draft, I think it was unreal. So that, that's pretty funny. Um, in the outtakes during the credits. Kentucky Wildcats coach John Calipari asks Uncle Drew if he wants to play for his team because he still ha- he still has four years of eligibility left. Uncle Drew tells him, "No, I'm more of a Blue Devils guy." Kyrie obviously briefly played for the Duke Blue Devils before turning pro. That was yeah, kind of yeah. kind of fun thing. Some they had some fun things in there like mixed in where like if some you connection. know basketball you get the joke. If you don't, you're like oh, I don't know what that means, but. Oh, that was good. The character played by Lil Rel expresses fear of being in the woods and being kidnapped as he's seen. And he mentions a scene in the movie Get Out. Howard actually appeared in Get Out as a TSA agent. So this is another little behind-the-scenes uh, joke. Director Charles Stone III is the creative mind that was actually behind the Budweiser's popular What's Up ad campaign that aired in 1999. He also directed Mr. 3000, starring Bernie Mac. Oh. Both films are about older athletes who get back into the game. Yeah. The What's Up commercial was in there, too. Yeah. yeah. There was a reference to it at yeah. one point. Mr. 3000 is a funny movie. It is actually pretty funny. <laughs> Bernie Mac. I love Bernie Mac, man. It um, is pretty funny. So Lids created a line of merchandise for Uncle Drew that included Harlem Buckets jerseys and bobblehead collectibles. Well, and as I Harlem Buckets jersey? Not a chance. Negative. Okay. Okay. Negative Ghost Rider. They're hideously ugly. <laughs> all right, all right. So Tiffany Haddish, who plays Jess, was the first black comedian to host Saturday uh, first black female comedian to host Saturday Night Live. I was gonna say that I thought I saw in your notes he's black comedian. I was like Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy. It's got to be a misprint. They mentioned it comedian as if in like female female version okay. of it. So that's why it didn't really come off well in that. I had to recreate. I'm trying to think who that would out. And nobody that I could think of. I guess you don't really count Queen Latifah as I was a gonna, comedian. That's the only person in my head was Queen Latifah. Who else she's could you? Yeah, who else no, would she's, really? She's be, in funny movies. I would say she'd be comedian. She's but funny she's funny she's Wanda, Wanda Sykes, I don't think, has ever done it. I think it would be like stand-up comics. Yeah, that's okay. how I would do it. Yeah, I think that's what they mean. Yeah. Wanda Sykes has never hosted SNL. She should. She's hilarious. She's, she's pretty funny. super funny. Yeah. She's, um, is she in the Goldbergs? She strikes me as somebody that'd be in the Goldbergs. I don't you guys remember. are my resident Goldbergs experts. I stopped after season four. No, she's in uh, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes, she is. Yeah. She's hilarious. She's in a in show that. with Elaine from Seinfeld too, a, a sitcom. I forget what it was called. Veep. Christine, New Adventures of Old oh, Christine. Okay. I say, oh, that I, one. I think yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah, her yeah. in a couple episodes of Veep too. But so Erica Ash would sometimes wait a few extra minutes before uh, heading to makeup so that she could watch the players warm up on the court. How cool would that be? That I mean, you're, you're shooting a movie with these legendary Hall of Fame basketball players, and they're going to have times where they're out there just getting used, getting, getting their rhythm because they're going to be shooting some basketball scenes. So you literally get to watch like Lisa Leslie knocking threes down, Chris Webber in the post. 
Reggie Miller. You know, Shaq, Kyrie, all these guys just, just dishing it around, having some fun. How fun would that be? Must have been a blast. Talking about the night before. Yeah. Yeah. And you know they had some times. Oh, of yeah. course. These people had some times on Absolutely. set for sure. There's a few go nights. There had to have been. Um, so Aaron Gordon, who plays Casper, was the Pac-10 or sorry, Pac-12 freshman of the year in 2014. Later that year, he was drafted fourth overall in the 2014 NBA draft. Mm-hmm. We've talked about how dynamic he is. Like he's mm-hmm. so much fun to watch. So much, so dynamic. But it's also funny too because like he's so explosive and dynamic, and his skills are insane. But he's one of those guys too. He's always like the third guy on a team. He's never like number two. Yeah, Denver picking him up at the deadline was pretty big. It was. Uh, I mean, gave him a third option. And he's a hell of a defensive player, right? And that's That's 95% of it because of his athleticism. He just, I don't know. I just don't think he's, in today's NBA, he's got the same outside shooting that you kind of need. So, Do you think that's what holds him back is his shooting? uh, Yeah, to some extent. I mean, he's got a pretty decent mid-range game. And, I mean, he can jump at the gym. So, Is it his basketball IQ too, maybe? Maybe a little bit. Just on offense, maybe. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I mean, that it's hard to say on that team because everything goes through Joker. So, yeah, I just and think that when he was in Orlando, he just never really. Well, hey, let's be honest; he was never playing with any talent, really, either. That's true. That's a good point. They, they, they haven't, haven't been had, good in a long. They time. haven't been very good in a very long time. No, because I can't even think of who their go-to guy. Like Vucevic was on the team, and he was an all-star, but he wasn't like a go-to guy because the centers aren't anymore. That's just not how they. The league is built. I don't think Orlando would be a city I'd want to play in either. I think they have a good future now because I think like Cole Anthony and uh, Jalen Suggs, those guys are good. And they got Mark Fultz. and they picked up RJ Hampton, which was a kind of under the radar trade. Yeah, they're still going to be battling to get into that. And they're a few years away. They're a few years away from being a few they're years young. away. Yeah. That's a good That's way to put means it. they're bad. Yes, let's call it. This. That means you're it bad. is, but they're young and and bad. developing. I think they'll be better next year, but uh, yeah, you're right. They they, they haven't been really been relevant since they had Dwight Howard, uh, JJ Redick, Jameer yep. Nelson. Like I'll say that early two oh, thousands when they when they went to the finals, they played the Lakers and got I think swept in five. Was McGrady even on that team at no. that time? Oh, oh God, no. He no. was earlier than that. Yeah. <clears throat> so so here's what I alluded to earlier. So remember when I said our boy, and you guys are like, we've had a few boys, and I'm like, yeah, we have, but this is one of our boys. So our boy Mark Robert Ellis was the basketball coordinator. Was he? Oh, and he played the coach. Of oh, the I thought gosh. of Ron Shelton right away. I'm like, no. Yeah, I was no, say. Ron Shelton. So Mark oh, Robert who's Ellis. Who's the soundtrack guy? That's also our boy. Oh, um, Hans Zimmer. No, who's the the one that you always? He's like done Bill, like Bill Conti. That's Bill Conti. Conti. Yes, Bill Conti is our it. boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mark Robert Ellis, who is also he usually has a cameo in these movies because oh. he had a member had a cameo cameo in any given Sunday. He was the coach screaming at the guy in the sidelines. Oh yeah, vaguely remember that. The yeah. quarterback. Yeah, back, yeah. The quarterback. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so he plays the girls' coach in this, and he's but he was also the basketball coordinator. He's literally coordinated like over twenty some odd sports movies, including Varsity Blues, We Are Marshall, The Program. Invincible, Mr. 3000. Like some big, big name sports movies. How much coordination are you really going to have to do in this movie? Well, that's what <laughs> I was Like thinking. literally just roll the cameras and let them play. Like normally I do some diving to see if there are. This movie I wasn't going to. And I'm like, well, I will anyway. And then I kind of was like surprised when it was Mark Robert Ellis. Because I'm like, he's our boy. But and I'm like, really? It's street ball. And you have Hall of Fame. Hall of Famers. Yeah. That are acting in the movie. That would easily be able to go. 
you know what, we're going to run a high screen here and a this and that, and we're going to do it. So, like... It's street ball. There's not a whole lot going on. It ends up being an ISO game 95% of the yeah. time anyways. They might have run a couple of, like, set plays. They probably did for a couple of scenes just for effect. Yeah. But mostly, I bet you they just balled. Yeah. That's that's what I would have thought anyway. Yeah, I I, I think this was probably one of his easy, easier jobs. I was going to say, this, cool. this might just be like, hey, we're going to get you on in this one. Or maybe Pepsi wanted to get a name on this one. Yep. Maybe. Yeah. It, just be cool. Don't rock the boat. Yeah. Be nice. For sure. <laughs> it's easy to get along with. Yeah. Get let's, paid. Let's jump into our realism view. What was realistic and what was unrealistic for you guys in this movie? Well, the unrealistic stuff is a geriatric team obviously there's the <laughs> i mean there's the obviously blatant one we'll sit just glance Bunch over of that 70 year olds yeah uh these coaches um i couldn't get past the coach thing i found that kind of strange uh so yeah obviously that the realistic stuff obviously i have is the players themselves they used lots of real people good athletes playing in it which made it you could see the speed alone like when Kyrie's dribbling and he's coming up on people and he's dribbling between his legs. He's so fast. Oh, my God. His handles are insane. Oh, it's so quick. And the way they move and the way they move around and the way Reggie Miller, like you remember him coming around and getting into his spot. Yeah. If you tell me Reggie Miller's spot, Point I know exactly where you're talking about. You're like, oh, yeah, it's his spot. And he's going to come off the baseline and yep. curl to that. And he's going right there. Left elbow, but in three-point land. I thought that was pretty cool. And obviously, Rocker Park, my knowledge of basketball. I mean, I even know what that is, Webb. So... Those are some of my things. The boys need to make a trip to Rocker Park. It'd be really cool. That's got to be on the bucket list, too. It'd be really cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we need to do a trip pretty to Rucker cool. Park. Um, it's funny. Today, I was doing a little bit of a deep dive on Rucker Park, and it was like I came across this blog, and it was like somebody asked, like, is Rucker Park safe to go to? And it was like, <laughs> yes. I'm like, okay, here we go. Like, And so I started reading it, and the people are like, yes, don't be an idiot. Like, basically, yeah. it was the, the gist of it. Uh, okay, real, no defense in streetball. Uh, that was a big one. Um, I like the, the fact that the, the cameos that they had at the beginning when they're talking about Uncle Drew, I love, we talked about this before in, uh, I think it was He Got Game. Because the same guys were kind of in it with Pee Wee and, and a couple of like streetball legends at Rucker Park. Um, I like the, the fact that they had Earl of Pearl on this. Like, again, there's your New York connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like guys like Molly Walton, uh, who else? Steve Nash, who's got a obviously has a quite a bit of a New York connection. Dikembe Mutombo was pretty funny in it's this. Awesome. Anytime you get to hear Dikembe, Dikembe Mutombo, Cookie like, Monster, yeah, like <laughs> uh, hilarious. Uh, cookie. The Rick Ricky Rose, Rick Ross in the barber shop, weird cameo. I don't understand. He must him and Kyrie must be boys or something. I don't yeah. know how that one fits for sure. Um, but yeah, that was nice. The the Scott Van Pelt ESPN was also pretty well done. That was good. Uh, yeah. What else did I have here for realistic? Uh, the shoes. I mean, all kinds of things. Obviously, Kyrie rocking the Kyries. But yeah, no, uh, lots of lots of you know pretty realistic stuff in a sports spoof movie so it was well done i had old people always have the heat cranked up oh yeah uh, yeah that was a great scene i, I love how they that. did they they had that oh. theme going i'm like it's so true and when you I walk in your grandparents place you're like oh my, my nana's God. place was always a heat just ripped to, to the <laughs> gills in there you're like I'm i lived in her basement so it was okay because it offset it but it was like when i go upstairs we'd watch like you know, I don't know. A program? Murder, murder, she wrote. Watch a program. We'd watch <laughs> program? A program. CBC News and then some program. Yeah, that was the heat was just 
oh, crank to the gills, but yeah, for sure. Uh, I thought the uh, <laughs> when Lil Rel says we've been listening to this song all day and it's nighttime now. It's so true because like songs back in the day, remember you'd have like big riffs, right? Like, yes. You'd have like a big musical riff Definitely. somewhere, and like song. It wasn't unreal or un. un unusual to have like a nine minute stairway to heaven right well the thing was it's like seven seven thirty eight or something like that or eight thirty seven nowadays songs are like two and a half minutes three minutes long they're just Tops. like yeah and then and it, this ties into a kind of another thing i had which was the old school teaching versus new school teamwork versus selfishness hard work versus entitlement we always go on about this where we're like kids nowadays are just have short attention spans mm-hmm. they're you know whatever it is like quick uh what's what's the thing uh instant gratification generation instant gratification stimulation right now 24 (laughs) 7 whatever it is like me 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 we we go on and on and on and on about this and i thought this movie did a good job of like showing that versus kind of what the process yeah yeah that's kind of what this movie was all about so um and i like the fact that it highlights that you know old people have lots to still offer yeah right like it kind of it does emphasize that and that's a nice touch or that before you people were good yes you know what i mean that's one thing you have to always have to remember even like in other sports we play before you like all those old people oh they weren't good yes they were honor honor your elders yep you gotta honor your they were really good guys that laid the laid the path that's the the michael ray wilbon always goes on his tangents about how this generation thing is so easy to crown somebody the goat when they haven't even they don't know their history know your history know your history good good lesson one other thing i want to mention was and i did rewind this back and freeze frame it and everything dax's toe was on the line for that last shot really shouldn't have been a trouble i rewatched it he isn't he's back no he's back i I you guys go to the tape on this one because i I watched the clip on youtube before i came over he's he's, he's, yes he's a he's i it's a clean frame it's a clean it's a clean right on it it's a clean he pump fakes goes over takes a step it's a clean three is it on the instagram I'll clean through. Put it on the Instagram. People I'll, can no, decide. I'll uh no, I'm gonna defer to Webb on this. He's a basketball expert. I'm gonna defer to Webb. Did you see this? I'm just reading this on Wikipedia right now. Apparently Kyrie Irving, while they were filming this, found out that he had been traded from Cleveland to Boston while oh, they were really? filming this. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. While he was on set, he'd found out. How about the how about <laughs> that stuff happens nowadays? I don't know how that happens nowadays when everyone has cell phones. I don't know either. Like as soon as the trade is executed, boom. Hey, I want to get in touch with you right off the bat before you hear about it. Here's what's going. When people going find on. out they get traded on Twitter, isn't stuff. that what you pay an agent for? Yeah, like that's your job. Oh, that man. is your literally job. your job. It should be like a like buffer Marfa? of an hour. Give like, everybody an hour. Yeah, I don't want to hear Frank Saravelli breaking oh, the news. Lord. Don't give anyone an hour. Like it's it's you call them like immediately. No, but like say we trade x oh, or z yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever don't and tell now, the hang on there's an hour yeah. we have to contact and yeah. at least leave messages so the person that like checks their phone and be like okay you found yeah. a good trade at least oh yeah i have a message from like the mark andre flurry thing too oh God. yeah that's insane like that guy's a hall of famer like you Treated need to get make sure this guy like knows garbage he just won the vesna yeah anyway that's just, they just stupid them. vegas dumps guys let's jump in the soundtrack music by vegas, composer baby. christopher lennertz Leonard's has composed music for films such as Alvin and the Chipmunks, Disaster Movie, Horrible Bosses, Ride Along 2, and Shaft. What do we think of this Some good tunes. I, I did like it. I like yeah. some of the tunes in this. I like Gladys Knight and the Peps. Yeah. Uh, the Isley Brothers and some Biggie Smalls. Oh, Biggie. Yeah. I was there say. was a great ar- 
assortment of music. There was, yeah. And I then, I, yeah, you could see all the old songs that got remixed by like Bad Boy Records where you're like, oh, yeah, I recognize these beats. Yeah. I, that was great tunes, Web. I like the 8-track yeah, A couple part. original t- songs that were kind of catchy as well. Totally. Yeah. I remember my grandparents had the 8-track in the basement. And you're like, oh, yeah, I like that. Johnny Groffalo, I used to go down the street and they had a sick eight track player. Oh, down yeah. It was huge collection too, was it? Oh yeah. Giant. Well, it's full Italian bar. They used to have the sausages hanging. That's ah, wicked. They always have a kitchen in the basement, right? Like in those Italian houses. That lakeside track that that uh, Uncle Drew puts on, Fantastic Voyage, the first A track that he yep. pumps in, it's like that funk vibe yeah. to it. That's Great. been sampled. That's Coolio. One of Coolio. Coolio is probably other than. He's remixed um, a lot. Of Gangster's Paradise. Mm-hmm. That was his like, next probably biggest hit. So, uh, is that exact sample like? And it's the name of his song is called Fantastic. I still love that. That's a summer jam. I love absolutely. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I do like the fact that on this soundtrack, actually had rappers from New York on the soundtrack. Yeah, you're big on that. Huge, you know, yeah, especially did. in this case, they had Harlem rappers on a Harlem based movie. You know, they had Dipset. They mm-hmm. had uh asap ferg they had a bunch of different guys that made it kind of the asap ferg track especially it's kind of like the title track yeah. um i have i actually have that as the intro song for it's a our, great one yeah. yeah it samples it samples uh welcome to the terror dome public enemy yeah. another fantastic track but anyways uh yeah no i like this soundtrack i've, I've given this soundtrack a couple the the G Easy song is too is also perfect for Nick Kroll's like slimy character. It's just got that vibe <laughs> yeah. to it. Like it's really, I, I just thought it was really really well done. Yeah, nice. Um, let's uh, jump to our wrap up. Where does this movie rank among all time basketball movies? Where do you have ranked among all time sports movies? You know what? Even though I don't like Dax and uh, Mookie, it was much better than I thought it was going to be. It, it it exceeded my expectations. Me for too. Sure. I actually really enjoyed watching. I'll watch it again. It funny. It was funny. I, I think Leo, my son, might like a few pieces of parts of it. I think there's pieces where I'm like, this movie's pretty entertaining. Yeah. I watched it, and I watched it like consecutively straight. I thought I was going to watch it in like 35, 40-minute little increments. Yeah. Nope. I sat down and watched the whole thing. So overall, impressed. I really loved how much the old pros enjoyed each other i yeah. hope they really did the chemistry was really i good. hope they really yeah. did enjoy because it, it really looked like they had a lot of fun yeah um yeah the other two guys can hit the bricks anybody can play those roles i'm sorry i would think shaq reggie and chris weber would have some really good stories about battles they had against similar oh. guys and, and imagine just sitting back and listening yeah it'd be I, so much fun i just picture too, to like and stuff these guys were blast. shooting a movie for 30 or 40 days like how many go nights did they have and how many stories were flying around how much fun or at dinner and stuff have. just listening with them talk it'd be so funny it would have been a lot of fun to be around that set yeah um so yeah in basketball movies i gotta put it up you know in my top 10 i really enjoyed it <laughs> maybe top 12 top 10 top 12 web's gonna go whatever on it i don't care i liked it you guys are bigger basketball fans yeah, than i don't have too. it there but i do because you guys are bigger basketball fans than i am this movie entertained me yeah in a basketball Good setting so you can dislike it all you want. I, I'm no, no, telling no. you as no, let me finish. <laughs> Whoa. Hang now. I'm saying it entertained me in a basketball setting and I enjoyed it. And those yeah. were guys that I watched when I was younger. All right. Fair enough. I'm done now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it at uh, anywhere between 17 and 20 in my basketball That's movies. That's a good spot. Yeah. Uh, That's a good spot. I'll be quite honest. I was not looking forward to doing this movie. 
I just, I don't know. You guys know me. I, li- I, knew, I, knew I like it. sports movies that are a little bit more. I knew this was going to get in your crowd. There's a little bit more substance to them. That being said, I hadn't seen this movie again since the original time I watched it. Uh, and I enjoyed it this time around because... I didn't know if you knew if you'd watched this movie. Oh, yeah. I'd seen it. I just... I, it's not one that I would ever go to as a, a rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it is enjoyable. All those things you said are true. The soundtrack's great. Nick Kroll's hilarious in it. There's some comedic elements to it. Would I rewatch it? Maybe. Uh, it's not going to be one if, if, I, if I'm sitting there kind of hungover on a Sunday and need a rewatchable. I don't know if I'm throwing this one on. But, you know, uh, as far as comedic basketball movies, I'd be putting... Uh, White man can't jump on before this one, but anyways. Oh God, yeah, uh, yeah. Fair. I'll give you that. All time, probably around. It might crack my top hundred. I think I yeah. had it around eighty-five to ninety in around that range. I'm probably the same as you, Webb. And uh, I'm just looking at my list actually of all-time basketball movies, and I have Glory Road at eight, Sunset Park at nine, The Air up there at ten, and that's more of like childhood stuff because I'm not gonna lie, I haven't seen The Air up there since we we're been a while. Probably since I was like 15 years old. The air, uh, air up there is cool, though, God. for different reasons. Yeah. Jimmy Dolan, shake and bake. Yeah. Well, it, there's a lot of things, too, that like cultural stuff that we're seeing in the NBA now mm-hmm. where we're seeing players coming over. That was kind of a, a really uh, ice-breaking movie for that. Uh, there's some movies that kind of fall into maybe my eight or nine after that. So I'm probably where you are because, you know, there's some movies like Hurricane Season, uh, Semi-Pro, Space Jam, oh, The Way Back, Love and Basketball. Semi Pro is funny because it's just like life, right? Semi Pro is hilarious. It's like, really funny. I, I probably thought that they're just for some fun, you know. But I, I would say maybe around 15 for me. And then all time, it's probably in my top 100 just because I, I love the nostalgia, the guys I watched growing up, the chemistry on screen, and, and how funny and fun it was. I will watch this movie again guaranteed yeah i'm not actively going out of my way yeah. to rewatch it no but if it was like if i was really bored and i was flipping through and it came around i'd I'd, I'd stay and watch absolutely yeah so let's jump into our draft so our draft and we're going to kind of base it off our, you know the theme of the movie we're going to draft the best gray-haired athletes of all time so we're talking about athletes that had gray hair at some point in their career so it doesn't, and I'm not talking about just gray hairs and like old athletes. I'm talking about people that legitimately had gray hair while they were playing. They had gray hair. So this is a tough level. one. I actually, I've got some, I got some, I think I got some under the radar guys. I've got a, a list here going about one. I got a maybe about nine. Let's let Webb from. go first. Yeah. No, no, it's not my turn. Is it not? I don't think so. I don't think I don't it's my turn this week. I don't know who went first either. Last week. If you want to go first, we can let no, you go. No, I, I go third this week. I went second last week. Jamers got first. I, I got think. first then? I think okay. so. Well, I mean, how can you not pick this guy? He's the ultimate gray-haired athlete of all time in any sport. The guy played at the highest level in the sport into his 50s. You know, he retired with basically every record you can name in the game of hockey. And I'm talking about Mr. Hockey himself, Gordy Howe, Mr. Elbows. Seven decades. It's crazy. He played pro hockey in seven decades. It's insane. It's amazing. Absolutely insane. insane. In the membrane. So that's who we're going with, number one. Who's got two? You? Nope, you do. You go. Uh, Well, I'm going to stay in the hockey lane then. I'm going to go with Ovechkin. Ovi's carefully lightening it up. uh, He's going to catch Gretzky. He's probably going to catch Gretzky. I love how he didn't try to fight it. He's like, I'm gray. Yeah, he just doesn't care. 
What does he eat with, like, seriously? He just, what does he care? He's he did so many keg stands that it probably just turned it gray. He's amazing. <laughs> After he won his cup, too, like, not only, not only, uh, so I think he's the best goal scorer, hands down, in the history of hockey. No questions asked. That's, that's my opinion. I know he doesn't have the record yet, but I think he's just the best pure goal scorer the game's ever seen. Uh, when you take into account the era that he played and all this stuff. Um, the other thing, too, I want to mention He's you put him a beauty that ever. You put him. Oh, a, he's hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. Do, you, do you put him ahead of Mario? Oh yeah. If Mario doesn't get sick, I I do because Ovechkin had the speed to create more space for himself to get to the places where he needed to score. He scored he more difficult goals. He needs Backstrom. Well, Mario Mario, Mario had, had Yager. Yager is the Francis. most underrated. Mario had some players, hockey oh, player totally of all did. time. Absolutely. Mario yeah. was also the guy that made people amazing. Like he he made yep. Rob Brown a fifty goal score. He it's made true. Mike Bullard a forty goal score, fifty Quinn goal score. Yeah, it's, it's true. Dan Quinn. But seriously, we've talked about this. That's Yarm- a good Yarm- question. Yarmer Yager is definitely going to be the most underrated. Webb, that's a good yes. question about natural goal scores. Mario's name. I feel like Mar- I feel like Mario would be right up there if he hadn't gotten sick. A lot of people don't bring Mario's name up when it comes like that. That's a really good question, Webb, and that made me think more. And you know what? I'm a little more cloudy on it. You know what made you think of that in Mario or just how good of a goal scorer he was? It was way back in the Olympics in 02, I think it was. And Hasek in 98 stoned everybody. And then Mario in the Olympics like, yeah, I got this. Mario just made everything look easy. I got this. Everyone like Mario would like come down like half speed, like boxing out the defender with his big ass. And then he would like slowly like deke around the goalie and make like i remember he made like mike richter fall into the corner one time and he was while well, he was like slowly just remember his goal in the him. stanley cup with the yes. Canordi and john casey draped all oh. over him and then he just he's dekes like, see, see, oh yeah. against minnesota yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. stanley cup final that's on every highlight reel. or the one in the, the all-star game that he scored that insane goal oh, yeah. like literally moved backwards while he got to the crease and then yeah. ripped a seg yeah <laughs> just so dominant yeah good question Good, good little debate on that, um, Jr. Here. All right, so um, I'm going to go with a guy who has a doppelganger in Toronto at the Mill Street Brewery, who's a friend of the podcast. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, the Mill Street Brewery in Toronto, listeners. Um, Jamer's favorite bartender. Our, <laughs> favorite bartender of all time. When we go down to Toronto for games, we always stop at the Mill Street Brewery and have a Don't couple. Give of me a bock or whatever. Well, Jamer got this flight of five of the worst beers I ever had. I think oh, they all went gosh. down the drain that day. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I never pour a beer down the drain, but I poured at least he two of them. He was standing over the bar, pouring the beer down the drain. Literally, of the just bar. pouring his money away. I want to say it was, it was two out of five. So there's I think a, it was three. There's a guy <laughs> who basically <laughs> looks like David Ross. He's a um, doppelganger. He is sure. his twin, David Ross, the old catcher, Cubs, Red Sox, you name current it. Current manager of the current Cubs. manager of the Cubs. Um, fine, gray-haired athlete out there. On a serious note, David Ross was a Gramps. fantastic catcher. Gramps, him and uh, uh, Bryant and Rizzo. They loved him. Yeah. So David Ross is my number one gray-haired athlete. So it's funny that Jared took a cubby. Yeah, I know, but he—he's he's a, a noble beauty. baseball you, guy. You have okay. to love. Yeah. Nobody, you can't. If you're a true baseball guy, you cannot. You cannot. Okay. The next guy I'm gonna go with oh, just killed me. I have to do it though. So. In the tuck game, he made kicks in the snow to beat my beloved Raiders. He was a fine gray-haired athlete, though. He's like 46 or something, still playing. Adam Vinatieri, he's so old. Was Vinatieri not at uh, Peyton Manning's Hall of Fame celebration? Yeah, he was. Did you see the picture of him 
photo bombing Peyton behind Manning's Brady. one is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. With him and Brady, these yeah. two guys got me six <laughs> Super Bowls. So Tom Brady's quickly becoming one of my favorite athletes of all Florida time. Tom Brady is. Florida, Florida Tom is on a whole other level. Florida Tom. He's we talked about this off. the other day at the golf course. He's got the shackles off. There's no Belichick shackles on him anymore. And he's just wins still. He's matter. a Bayute. Florida yeah. Tom is on a whole other level. I love him. It's probably in Ybor City right now hanging out. Tampa. Uh, ooh, okay. Um, well, I'm gonna go. Jeez, uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with this guy. I'm. I'm pretty sure he would have gray hair had he grown it out. You definitely saw a lot of gray happening in his beard as he was getting older. Yeah, that counts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna count. I'm gonna go with uh, arguably the second most important Toronto Raptor of all time. Uh, I'm going to go with Air Canada himself. I'm going to go with oh, Vince, yeah. Vince Sanity, pick. Vince Carter yeah. uh, as my pick. number two. Because I think, yeah, he, I mean, anybody that plays as long as he did. What was he, 44? He's still playing? 40, I want to say 42, 43. Yeah. That's yeah. If not, If not, like, you're doing something right. That's Seriously. insane. If you would have told me early in his career he's going to play till he's 43 or 42 or whatever how old he was, I would have told you you're full of shit because of how dynamic and how explosive. Yeah. Well, guys like he, just, have, he, he dunked so violently, too, at the beginning. Yeah, he played the game with reckless abandon. Yeah, he made age. a lot of money changing his game. Yeah. Yes. Playing that long, a lot. Yes. Well, his, but, I mean, he was always a really good three-point shooter. I was going to say, his ability to shoot the three. Yeah, he was always and, a really good shooter. And a smart defender. He's a good, smart defender that can, yep. play, can guard multiple positions. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's a great pick, Webb. Really like that. JR, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to cut your grass here. I can't believe you left ra- a bunch of Raiders on the. I have. This is, this is like. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sully, I wouldn't sully my list with any of them. This is, this is terrible. <laughs> I'm just going to cut your lawn just for the hell of it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pick. He's gonna fire up the mower. I'm gonna fire up the mower right now and take two Raiders back to back just to show you. Go ahead. Wow. I'm taking first one. I'm gonna take this guy. So nearly every. I don't know if you guys find this, but nearly every player that ever played in the 50s, 60s, or 70s in the NFL always looked 20 years older than they actually. Of course they did. So one of the more iconic guys Whiskey who looked like and chewing tobacco. Yeah, they looked horrible. <laughs> and red meat. That's right. They just looks super old. So this guy, one of the more iconic guys who looked like he was sixty when he was in his thirties, was former Raiders QB George Blanda. George Blanda was the man I have. <laughs> oh I do have him. George Blanda's so old looking. He had the grayest hair when he was playing. Looks and like just George Hamilton. That's the kind of haircut you can set your watch to. Like you Johnny Unitas haircut. Set your watch to. <laughs> That's a man right there. That's a footballer right there. And I'm going to pick another Raider next. Go I'm ahead. going to take this iconic quarterback who played the majority of his 17-year career in the NFL with the Oakland Raiders and has one of the sickest nicknames in the sport. He's hammered more cigarettes in his career than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has points. I'm talking about Kenny Snake, Snake. Stabler. Oh, wow. Snake was the man. I'll give wow. that. Yeah, he was pretty sick. Mm-hmm. He has some iconic like photos too, where he's just rocking yeah. that gray mullet. Footballer with the old little mask running around. Yeah, what a player! What a player! All right, uh, as much as it pains me to pick this guy, <laughs> I'm gonna pick him um, just because I know Mrs. Webster's gonna love this pick because every time I happen to turn on PTI and she's in the room, his name always comes up, and she hates this guy more than anything else no. because he comes back or he used to come back. Every five minutes to the NFL. Uh, last seen 
I think with, I think it, well, the last time I remember him screwing over the 49ers was when he was with Minnesota. So I'm going with Brett. Oh, five. Favre. Favre. Oh, the ultimate in yeah, go. Yeah. The ultimate, like, what, what, he's what, on what, my list for sure. He, he's the ultimate, uh, what's the word? Can't keep it in his pants. Egomaniac. Go away. Yes. He can't keep it in his pants. 100%. Keep it in his pants. He just like. Keep it in his wranglers. Keep it in your angle. He can't deal with like he's me, me, me. The ultimate me guy. Have you yeah, seen? He's an the, I looked. I looked at his most recent picture. He's looking rough. Well, he's had a tough go. He's letting the hair grow out. He's Wrangler. He's, he's getting old. Guy. Mississippi Brett. Another Trump guy. Yeah. And the Mississippi Slim are going to be hanging out pretty soon. It's been a tough year for the Trump guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tough couple of years. Well, Mega. There's lots of picks left. That's for sure. Um, I'm gonna go with the guy who has gray in his goatee. Nice. Can I do that? Sure. Of course you can. Okay. There's lots of other picks for gray hair, I know. Um, I don't know I don't know if the world notices this, but I notice on a lot of his posts because his head is shaved. He's the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. The rock? Dwayne Johnson. Oh yeah. He's got gray. Oh yeah, he's got grays. He's got Fast great. The Furious movies. Yep, he's got. I mean, he's an older guy. There's nothing wrong with that. He's fifty. Ooh, yeah, you're doing good. looking as good as you are. But just Dwayne natural. Rock Johnson. He's just got a natural body on him, though. Yeah, he's old natural. Dwayne B- the Rock B12 Johnson. shot. B- he's got BB12 shot. Creatine. Andro. That's it's creatine. I don't know how much he's on anything. <laughs> he's been working out for a very long time. No, he's if got you've been lifting to like no, no you, you, your body Dude, cannot. If you're seven, if you've been like let's say honestly crushing weight since you were like seven, twelve uh, to seventeen. It doesn't matter. Your you're body, fifty. Your body cannot get to that without some, some kind of help. Yeah. If you ever watch, if you ever, I'm get, sure there was help, but like when you look at how much he since he's retired. No, from wrestling, anyways. I if should you, say, if you get yeah. like a bodybuilder magazine where it's like the all natural, only natural bodybuilding magazine, you'll see what your body can do when you literally fucking work out like four hours a day and eat right and everything. It's not even half of what he looks like. It's just your body cannot do that. The mass can't happen. You can't get that kind of mass like that. I don't know, man. He eats a lot. Doesn't matter. You literally, your body will not be able to. I don't know. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Nope. He's the people's champ. He's electrifying. He's oh. the most electrifying man in sports. Entertainment. My roommate used to be on roids, and he showed me all the stuff. And I, I've gone down that. I thought about doing it for a while and becoming a fighter, and, and I, I elected not to. It's a good call on your so part. I, I did a lot of research. Shrink your like, pee pee. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. It's not your worth brain. it. But pee-pee. you cannot look like that without enhancement. It just doesn't work. The uh, couple honorable mentions I, I had, obviously, uh, Joe Thornton's a good one. Yes. Uh, yes. Had him on, Ronnie Franchise, I had him on. I had Ron Francis. <laughs> Mason Crosby, Ooh, kicker for the Green Bay yeah. Packers. Yeah. Oh, man, I forgot about him. Uh, got I had Chase Utley. Chase yeah, Utley had a lot of grays. And I love Chase Utley. How about Trevor player. Richards, pitcher for the Jays Oh, right yes. now. Yep. yeah. Yep. He's a silver fox. He's still in his yep. 20s, too. Yeah. I love um, Kurt Rambis. Kurt, Kurt Rambis. Rambis. There's also um, draft uh, favorite Louis Pisaglia. Yes. <laughs> Don't ever forget We're about Louis Friend Pisaglia. of the pod. Friend he's, of the pod. He's made his, his name has creeped up a few old times. Louis Pisaglia. Good old, uh, good old uh, LeBron James has some uh, gray. I have LeBron down. He would for sure. But I mean, at that age, you're supposed to. You're supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not one to say anything. Well, I'm I'm gray. Gray. Jamer, Jamer doesn't have one. Yeah, you know. Well, I got a couple on the side here. 
Yeah, yeah, I got a couple on the side here. I got a lot. Stress-free living, boys. Yours is looking... You got it all trimmed down now, I though. I got a lot. Yeah. Yeah, my hair's short right now, though. You look, it's long. You're looking pretty young right these days. Mine Thank goes you. the other way. When I grow, when I grow Summer's mine Summer's done out. you all. You Thank look, you, you got buddy. some color in your skin. You're looking Florida JR. Thank right. you. Florida yeah, it's Florida JR. Yeah. Right Webs always looks good. It looks, yeah. looks stellar. Yeah, hair and beard are on point. Yeah, it's always on point. Do what you can. Beards come back pretty quick. You can grow a beard quicker than anyone I know. back pretty quick. I've never seen anybody grow a beard It's 11 a.m. shadow over there. <laughs> okay. Sorry, oh. lunch break. Shave time. <laughs> Old dolphin. On his desk is a razor. <laughs> yeah, great beard. Yeah. We just lost all our listeners. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tell them where to hit us up, Web. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening and engaging with us on social. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Please continue to engage with us on Twitter at Big League Flicks, on Instagram at Big League Flicks Pod. You can check us out on YouTube and check us out on the old TikTok. Take care, everybody. Gladys Knight and the Pips. Ain't nothing without the pips, baby. Big League Flicks, Jordan, Christian, and Jammer Talking movies about sports and the glitz and the glamour Got a cold beer pairing for the leading lady staring Fun facts and trivia and man rocket comparing Soundtracks and music, they'll rate all these things Was it real or did they lose us as the fat lady sings? Talking junk, have a giggle, comedy, drama, romance Did the film deliver six to noon in my pants With their big bag of tricks Podcast critics, Jordan Christian and Jammer with Big League Flicks, Jordan Christian and Jammer with Big League Flicks, Jordan Christian and Jammer.